Very special service tonight. Very thankful for Ivan Tate, who could be anywhere in the world. He comes every year to us, uh, and we'll be back next April. But uh, even after he left us last April, we prayed, man, do you have another opportunity where you might be able to come? And God cleared a schedule. The same week I was praying, uh, Brother Ivan called me, and there was a church that, uh, that had to change their schedule and couldn't have him. And he's booked. He's the kind of minister that doesn't have openings. He's not looking for a new church to go preach in or something. He's been doing it a long time, even though he's a young man. So he called. He said, what about, what about this week? And I thought, oh, it's perfect. And so we have had a tremendous Sunday. You are in for a special, special touch of heaven tonight. Please put your best hand clap together for Ivan Tim. All right, love you. All right. Thank you, everybody. So appreciate it. Praise the Lord. So I found some more uh, tapes for the tape ladies. I got one more of the worship CD. If anybody ordered that. Um, and then I got another one of the journey of a man. So we sold out of those on Sunday. And then I've got some more woman defined here. So praise the Lord. Let's pray for Pastor this morning, this evening. Lord, we thank you for Daniel and Miss Karen and their children. We ask you to bless them, God. We ask that the Holy Spirit rest on them day and night and everything that's going on in their lives, that they have wisdom, strength, peace, and joy. That, God, there be a great revival that takes place right here in Wasilla. And that it'd, be, it'd never end, God, till you come back. Just let it never, ever end. Save thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And just do something that has never happened before in all of Alaska. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, hug your neighbor. Say, all right, this is the last night. The last night that you got to pay me what you owe me. Come on, sing it to him. Say, pay me what you owe me. Put a little, put a little music to it. Change it up a little bit. Praise God. Okay, so um, let's go to Hebrews 11. And... In a little bit, we'll be laying hands on every single person. And we're just going to believe God for the release of gifts, destinies, and all the other things that God does. If you haven't been here, order the tapes from Sunday morning and Sunday night. And we are talking about uh, purpose, process, and destination. That God has assigned to you as an individual a divine purpose for your life. And that you are not some insignificant person, some worthless person. That you are a person that has all the potential that a loving God would give his favorite child. And you are his favorite child. You are God's favorite child. We, we always feel like God is going to treat us the way people do. 
we're bad, he obviously is going to be bad, and so on and so forth. But God is so kind and merciful and so loving and, and so patient. He is long-suffering and patient. He just is waiting on you to make the right decisions and make the right choices for your future. Don't be guilty of unbelief and doubt. Don't be guilty of doubting God's love, doubting God's power, doubting God's ability to make you who you're supposed to be and to anoint you the way that you're supposed to be anointed. Just, just decide, my life is not over. Doesn't matter how old I am, my life is not over. I, my, best, my best days are ahead of me. My best years are ahead of me. My best ministry is ahead of me. The greatest days of miracles are still ahead. The most amazing miracles are, are still going to happen that have not happened, and they are going to happen because God loves me, and, and He hasn't given up on me. To the very last day of your, of your life, God will not give up on you. The very last breath you take, God will be there believing in you and believing for you and wanting to pass all that on to your children and on to your grandchildren. Praise God. You be the ones that breaks the curse. You be the ones that breaks the curse of all the sins of your forefathers and all the bondages and all the prisons and all the emotional prisons and the appetite prisons, the desire prisons, the insecurity prisons, the pride prisons, the, all that. You be the one. You just, I'm breaking it off right now. It's ending with me, and it's not being passed on to my children or my gr grandchildren or my great-grandchildren. Praise God. Amen. Just decide it. Decide it right now. I am, I am too special to be normal. Can you say that? Just say, I'm too special to be normal. I'm, I'm too special to be average. If you believe God, He'll meet you at that place where you believe Him. And he'll take your whole family and save all of them. Praise the Lord. He'll save every member of your family. And he'll deliver the whole family from alcohol and drugs. and everything. I don't have one alcoholic in my bloodline left. Not one single one. All of them delivered. All of them saved. Everything. Not even one of them. Praise the Lord. And none of my family was saved when I got saved. Not a single one of them. Praise the Lord. God is a champion. He is mighty. He is great. And he is going to, he wants to bless your family. He wants to bless all the people related to you by blood. Every person that is a drug addict or an alcoholic or that is in jail or that is in prison or that is hopeless or useless or without purpose, God's going after them. And one of the greatest sermons they'll ever hear is by observing your life observing the regular transformations that take place in you because they're intimately acquainted with your weaknesses. They're intimately acquainted with your sins. They're intimately acquainted with the old you, the carnal you, the fleshly you. And when they begin to behold the true forming of a new person, the, the changing, the transforming before their very eyes, they begin to see, wow, what has happened to you? What is going on? You're completely a different... You're not even the same person anymore. You, and one day you get to the place where you can't even relate to who you used to be. Say, so I can't believe I was ever like that. I can't relate to that person. You know, I was lost for only 17 years. 
And I've been, I, I've been walking with God now for over 43 years. And I mean, it's, it's, and I've been a preacher the whole time. I mean, it's, I wouldn't call it all preaching, but, you know, we were trying. There's nobody else available, so that's the way it works. Praise the Lord. <laughs> God uses whatever he can find that's willing. Amen. I want you to look at the person next to you and say, I really mean this. You are truly special. Say that to them. And then I want all the husbands to put your arm around your wife and really mean it. Don't just throw it over there and knock her out or something, but put, put your arm around her and then let's go ahead and sing them our song. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. Look right at her. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Now move in when you say the last part. Please don't take my sunshine away. Now give her a big kiss and don't be religious. Come on. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're just going to have to make that a tradition. <laughs> Ladies, put your hands on your husband's chest and sing it to him. Say, give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Whoa, 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 whoa. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Come on, all together. Send me to Hawaii, honey. Hallelujah. Send me to Hawaii, honey. Hallelujah. Send me to Hawaii, honey. You don't have to go. Whoa, whoa. Send me to Hawaii. Come on, ladies, sing it to him. Hallelujah. Come on, look at him. Say, I know where you hide your money. I know every hiding place. Way down there in the garage. I know it's under that boot. It's over there hiding behind your golf clubs. <laughs> Are there any golfing in Alaska? <laughs> It's behind your guns, <laughs> behind the truck. <laughs> All right, let's go to Hebrews 11. So we have talked about pur your purpose, that God attaches a purpose to your life when you get saved. That purpose ruins your life as far as your ability to enjoy a sinful life or a life away from God. You can still live it. You can still be away from God, but, but the... The calling of God, the purpose of God will stay attached to you and it will speak to you. It will be calling out to you from those dark dungeons and those dark places that you allow yourself to go. It will talk to you all the time and you'll have issues with your conscience and issues with guilt and shame and a lot of different things. You won't be comfortable in darkness. You'll always be tormented by the knowledge that God has called you to a much greater life and a much higher place. Praise God and thank God for that. Amen? Amen? Then we talked about the process that, you know, if you, if you embrace the purpose, then you can endure the process. And the process is the, 
the place where God has to take you and teach you things, and you begin to learn how to become who you're supposed to be. You, you, you don't only discover what, why you were born, but you ought to discover how to become what you were born to be. Praise God. A lot of depth in that. We could go for days and days and days on just that, that subject. Tonight we're talking about destination, and we're talking about where God is leading you as a person. Think about who you are right now, and then believe God that wherever you're imagining He's probably going to take you to a much higher place than that. Because you imagine based on your own knowledge of your own self. God treats you based on the victory of Calvary and how His grace and Spirit can work in your life and produce an amazing person. Praise God. An amazing wife, an amazing mother, an amazing father. An amazing man of God. All your children need to hear these words over and over and over again. They need to hear them all the time. You need to tell them all the time that they are going to be some of the greatest people that have ever lived. Say that in the ears of your children when you're raising them. Don't let them believe that they're stuck in nothingness. Just tell them you're not. You have wings that are growing. And those wings are going to take you to places that you have never gone before. Praise God. Amen. Give somebody a high five and say, I'm going there too. <laughs> Wherever that amazing place is, I'm going. Praise the Lord. Let's read Hebrews 11 and verse 32. We're talking about destination. So purpose, process takes you somewhere. You're supposed to become something. And this is beautiful. I just want you to read this. What shall I say? For time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and the prophets who by the help <coughs> of faith subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, blessings, closed the mouths of lions, Extinguish the power of raging fire, escape the devourings of the sword. Out of frailty and weakness, one strength and became stalwart, even mighty and resistless in battle, routing alien hosts. Women received again their dead by a resurrection. Others were tortured to death with clubs, refusing to accept release so that they might be resurrected to a better life. Others had to suffer the trial of mocking and scourging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were lured with tempting offers to renounce their faith. They were sawn in half. They were slaughtered by the sword while they were alive. They had to go about wrapped in the skins of sheep and goats, destitute, oppressed, cruelly treated, Men, and here it is, ladies and gentlemen, men and women, say it together, men and women of whom the world was not worthy. Say it with me, men and women of whom the world was not worthy. So for you, you personally, where God has taken you is where you become a person that the world is not worthy of. 
that the greatness of God inside you, once developed through the process, makes you a man or a woman that the world is not worthy of. You literally live in such a way so far above the carnal rottenness of your flesh and do exploits for God and live under the power of the Holy Spirit and under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and you go about healing the sick, breaking chains off people, delivering people from their bondages, setting people free from oppressions, laying hands on the sick and watching them recover, rescuing orphans and widows, winning people to Jesus, transforming homes and families and marriages and lives, and you go about your daily work, maybe even in your curlers, going around, laying hands on people, their backs are being healed, their deaf ears are opening up, their blind eyes are beginning to see, they're getting delivered and healed of cancer. All forms of diseases are leaving their bodies as you and your curlers and in your little sandals are laying hands on them at the store over here. What's the name of the store? Wherever the, wherever the moose went in a couple of days ago. I love that. I saw a moose today on the highway coming from the hotel just on the side there. That's pretty cool. You just don't see that everywhere. There's a moose just right there. Wow, that's cool. I was praying for wolves, but they didn't come in. But, but praise God. <laughs> Living in caves and caverns and holes of the earth. And all these, though they won divine approval by means of their faith, did not receive the fulfillment of what was promised because God had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for you. Say that to the person next to you. God has something better for you than what you have right now. Tell the person behind you, God has something better for you than what you have right now. Tell them things are about to change. Things are about to get better. Something amazing is about to happen. Something good is about to happen. The Holy Spirit is chasing you down. He is pursuing you. He is seeking your heart. He is seeking your mind. He is chasing for you. God, through the power of the Holy Ghost, He's going to change your mind. He's going to heal your insecurities. Remember that before they went into the promised land to kill giants, they had to get rid of the grasshoppers that was inside of them. They said, these giants, we are like grasshoppers. Their self-image was so distorted by the size of the giants. They said, they're giants and we're grasshoppers. And J Jacob, I mean, uh, Joshua and Caleb said, no, that's not true at all. We are well able to go into the land and take Jordan and take all the land from Jordan to the sea. And if giants be there, we will conquer those giants and we will destroy those giants through the power of God because they had... They had understood who God was inside of them. And once you begin to understand who God is inside you, it changes everything. Then it's just a matter of learning how to hear 
and listen to the voice of God. And then when you hear the voice of God and you listen to it and you start obeying that voice, he starts leading you into these roads and paths of the miraculous. Praise God. Tell somebody, I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be average. Praise God. I want to be supernatural. I want to flow in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. I want to flow in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want God to do something in my life that has never happened before. I want to help people. I want to minister to people. I want to get people delivered. Praise God for the miracles that are coming to your life, your family, and your church. The enemy that you have is unbelief. The enemy that you have is doubt. The enemy that you have is looking at yourself based on what you have done before, your failures, your weaknesses, the sins of your life, the mistakes of your life. And if you do that, there's no hope for you because you're building up a doubt bank. And that doubt bank, you have faith in that doubt bank. And you just believe that God would never use you. You're totally convinced. Not even God himself can convince you that he can forgive you, he can cleanse you, he can deliver you, and he can make you a new man and make you a new woman. But I have done this for 44 years, and there is no pit that God cannot walk into and get you out of. There is no sin. There is no bondage. There is no sin you have committed that God cannot forgive you for and cannot deliver you from. But you have to forgive yourself. And you have to give yourself a chance to succeed, a chance to have victory, a chance to change the world, a chance to heal your family. You've got to give your children a chance by changing and becoming a man that they can that can be their hero and a woman that can be their hero so your children can look up to you and say man i got i have the greatest dad in the whole world i have the greatest mom in the whole world i used to know them without god but now now with jesus they're amazing they're loving and they're kind and they lead people to jesus all over town and miracles happen and i get to see it and i prayed with a person at the grocery store with my mom we we knelt down right between the spaghetti and the lasagna. Pam, the Holy Ghost came. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And then your children don't wait for you anymore. They just start doing it. Gavin is driving down the road on, in a van with a, a, a bunch of his friends. And he looks out on the hill. And there's a lady out there on the hill like a farm or something. And the Holy Ghost told him, go run up to that lady. She's ready to get saved. She's been praying to me. And so Gavin said, stop the truck. <laughs> he got out. He ran clear across a bunch of, a bunch of land and all that. The lady's uh, hanging up stuff. He walks up to her, and the lady goes like that. He said, no, ma'am, Jesus sent me to get you born again and saved. Have you been praying? And she says, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I need to find God. I'm going to die. I need to find God. And he just right there led her to Jesus, right there, prayed with the lady, got her baptized in the Holy Ghost, got back in the van and took off. Now that is what I'm talking about. When that happens to your sons and daughters, there is no way they're going to want to get high. I mean, what a high. I mean, that's a high. I mean, God talks to you. The lady gets saved. She weeps. She cries. Ah, I can't believe God sent somebody. Yeah, I heard it right in the van. Man, I came over. Boom. That's the way life is supposed to be. Praise God. I wonder what God has prepared for you. If you'll be one of these kind of people in Hebrews 11, faith people. People that believe God, that he's able to do the impossible. Jeremiah 32, 17. Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Nothing 
Say it with me. Nothing is too difficult for you. Tell three or four people around you. Say it. Nothing is too difficult for you. Come on. Say it to the person next to you. You need to lose weight. Say it. Nothing is too difficult for God. Lay your hand on him. Say, look, you look 30 pounds lighter. You are much heavier on Sunday morning. You're, you look a lot lighter. What is your legacy going to be? It depends on your destination and who you become. Look at a few people. Jesus, Jesus lived without sin for 33 and a half years, and he became our Savior. And because Jesus did what he did, you and I are here today. He has changed the lives of millions of people. He is the greatest figure in the world that has ever lived. Every kind of person of every language and creed believes in him and follows him. And he is just amazing because he, he went and embraced his purpose, followed through with the process, and became who he is to us today. Praise God. Amen. Would you give somebody a high five and say, thank God for Jesus. Praise the Lord. In a little bit, when I lay hands on you, we're going to believe God to give you gifts and impart things to you. Gifts are, are very important. Your talents make you famous, but your gifts make God famous. That's the most important lesson you can ever learn. Some of you were born with talents, but those talents can puff up your ego. But when God gives you a gift where you are not talented, it all goes to God. You even know it goes to God. Therefore, you never have the opportunity of looking at yourself in the mirror and say, I am amazing without God. Praise the Lord. And some people do. Some people worship themselves and believe that other people should worship them because they're so amazing. Esther was born to rescue the Jews, and she did it. Moses to deliver Israel. Noah to save the future of the whole human race. Ruth married Boaz and was in the lineage of Jesus. Praise God. Joshua conquered the whole promised land, cut the head off of all the giants, and laid down a legacy for the rest of the world. Praise God. Joseph prepared a place for the Jews to come and be delivered. And he ruled the whole world coming out of jail. So if you've been in jail, don't get discouraged. There's been a lot of people that came out of jail that ruled the world. Praise God. Turn to somebody and say, I've been in jail. Glory to God. <laughs> Turn around and say, well, if I haven't been, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> just, just go volunteer. Can I just come and sleep here for one night? Uh, but, but I want to be alone, just to sleep here. <laughs> I was in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you embrace the purpose and, and you follow through with the process, these are some of the things that begin to happen to your life. It changes everything. 
Mary and Joseph. Think about what they had to go through to become Mary and Joseph. I mean, Joseph had, was married, legally married to, to Mary because they, they had that for a year before they actually consummated the marriage. And he could have put her away because he could have said, okay, you're, you've been unfaithful, so I'm no longer going to be your husband. But instead of doing that, he had the dream, and then he shared the reproach with her for the rest of their lives. Even when Jesus was preaching, the Pharisees came up to him and said, we are not the children of fornication like you are. See, they went and found out about his family, and they dug up whatever they could about Jesus, and then they found the information that Mary, you know, had gotten pregnant out of wedlock because that was the gossip, that was the rumors. And that's why they brought, it to, uh, brought that accusation against him. And what people, amazing people. Praise the Lord. Amazing is what's going to be your middle name. Because you've already been called a fool, a liar, a loser, a worthless blankety blank blank. But now why don't we let God call you something else, something great and amazing. Let's defy your genes. Let's defy your DNA. Let's defy your failures. Let's defy your secret weaknesses. Let's defy what you've done in the dark. Let's defy the touch of Satan in your life and the pink fingerprints of Satan in your personality. Let's defy that part of you and say that is not who you're going to continue to be. Let's say that you're going to walk by faith and walk in the Holy Ghost and become a real man and woman of God. Can you say that with me? Praise God. Say it. I defy my past. I'm going to be a man of God, a woman of God. I'm going to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, praise God, you shall receive power and you will become my witnesses in Jerusalem, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. Look at your neighbor right now and say, you're going to be a soul winner. You're going to catch the souls of men, and you're going to lead men and women to Jesus, and they're going to love God and serve Him. Come on, praise Him, somebody. Say, praise God. Something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. And Jesus said that to him in Matthew 4, 19. He said, come and follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. This is what was so beautiful. When a rabbi, when children were raised in a home, they'd go to, to the school, and they'd go to school for a certain amount of years. And they had to learn the five books of the Pentateuch. They had to learn Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. They had to learn that by memory. And after they learned those books by memory... They would come and do a test with a rabbi, and that test that they had to take was where that rabbi was going to pick who would become a rabbi and become a disciple of his. And they were told one of two things. They would come and he would test them. He would ask them a question, quote Deuteronomy 12, 16, quote Deuteronomy 26, 12, quote me Numbers 16, 18, quote me, you know, Genesis 1, 9. What does it mean? What is he trying to say? They would do that. And if they failed, then what the rabbi would say to them, he'd say, listen, go back to your father's house. 
And that would mean you're not worthy to be my disciple. Go learn the trade of your father. But if a man, a young man passed the test, then, the, then what he would say to that person, he would say, come and follow me. And the translation of that would be this. When he said that to, to, to one of those young men, he was saying, I believe you can be me. So when Jesus is walking by Peter and James and John who have failed the test, they're out fishing. They have failed the test to become rabbis. They failed it. Jesus looks at them and said, come and follow me. And they could tell that he was a rabbi. They freaked out. Whoa, what, we get another chance? They dropped everything and they followed him because they were hearing, you can be me. Woo, that's a heavy-duty thing. And so when God calls you right now, because of Calvary, Jesus says to every one of you, you can be me. That's what he's saying to you when he says to you, come and follow me. Would you say that to somebody? You can be like Jesus. Come on, give him a high five and say, my gosh. I think that's pretty cool. Paul went from being a murderer to the greatest apostle that ever lived. And what was his statement? I am what I am by the grace of God. And the grace of God is unmerited favor wrapped in divine sufficiency. And that is how you've got to understand it. I asked the Lord to explain it to me, and that's what he told me. He said, grace is unmerited favor wrapped in divine sufficiency. It's not just unmerited favor. It's also the power to be and become what you are not. Praise God. Somebody lift your hand and say, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. The power to become what you are not. That is the grace of God. It is the ability to be who you are not. Praise God. First of all, he gives you favor you don't deserve. Then he wraps it in sufficiency. And he says, here, become what you are not. My grace will make you that by the power of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, wow, I can become what I am not. Glory to God. Wherever you are a failure, say it. I can become what I am not. I wonder who here has the, the mantle of God on you that you're going to get tonight when we lay hands on you. The mantle will come upon you, and then the process begins. And then you'll have an understanding. Wait a second. You're going to say, man, I, I feel the Holy Ghost, uh, you know, telling me to learn another language. Maybe you'll be a missionary. Or I feel the Holy Ghost just getting some kind of Bible Bible school training of some sort. I, I feel like I just ought to come under and be mentored by by the pastor or by somebody, and I just need, you know, training in this. I ought to learn how to play the guitar or the piano and because I just feel like God's given me that anointing. And I feel, You know, I have prayed with people for a lot of years. Let me just tell you that I am so expectant tonight because I have seen this happen so many times already. I prayed for a young man. He was about nine years old. And the Holy Ghost just spoke to him and said, you're going to learn four languages says you're going to travel the world. You're going to be very powerful. So years go by. I go back to, to uh, uh, a meeting that I was having, a camp meeting. This young man walks up to me. He says, I'm so-and-so. You remember who I am? I said, no, I don't remember who you are. He said, you told me I'd learn four, four languages. He said, I'm, I'm learning my fourth language right now. He says, and I've been already to 29 countries. 
I spoke to a 13-year-old uh, boy. I gave him a word. Didn't know anything about him. I just called him. I said, I got a word for you. And I said, you're going to become a, a very powerful political person. You're going to have a very high education. And God is going to give you grace to enter a school that you cannot get into. Now, <laughs> the father comes up to me afterwards. He said, Brother, I, he said, Brother Ivan, my son is flunking. I said, good. That's good because he won't ever be able to take any credit for it. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened. This boy, this boy, the anointing came on him, got a hold of him, and this boy went to Harvard Law School and became a lawyer and is a lawyer today, and he got his law degree from Harvard, the number one college in America for law schools. You've got you to score over 170-something on your LSAT tests and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, I was blown away. He, the dad was freaking out. I said, my gosh. I said, dear Jesus, God is awesome. Just this year, I, and years back, I said, listen, you're working for other people, and God wants you to have your own business. I said, have, sell everything you have in your garage or whatever. Have a garage sale. Get the money, and let's go build a church in Africa. You, you build it with your money as a seed. And then God is going to let you get in business. He's going to prosper your business. So he sells. He makes about 5000 bucks. We go to South Africa, and we build a, a church with about $9,000, a 500-seat church in the middle of Zululand. Zululand. I mean, whew. Zulus worship a whole different way. Just the way they do it, it's just amazing. Lift your hand. I mean, they lift your hand. Lift your hand like, a, oh, my God. They get in there and they, Yele mambueko ikunge, ay, Yesuma wa kunguye, Yesuma ye kungu geyama. Like that. And they just, man, you can just, woo. I mean, it's, it's electric. Yesu, Yesuma wa lele ya kungoya. Like that. I like that. That makes me feel good. The pastor and his wife and four children slept on the floor while it was being built at night, weeping. They would just weep as they saw this building going up. 500 people we built it for, for 9,000 bucks. The man that gave it wept and wept and wept. He went back, started his own business, cleared $4 million last year. Turn to five people and say, lay hands on me right now. Lay hands on me, dear Jesus. Come on, God. Yesu ma walele okungoya. Yesu ma, Yesu ma wa. Eh, Yesu walokungoye. Yesu ma kwaduye. Alama be wokukuyene. Yesu ma. Okay. So, you have to understand that the Holy Spirit is in the business of freaking you out. So that you don't become religious by having no new experiences ever. The purpose of the Holy Spirit in your life is to give you experiences you cannot explain that are too wonderful to define. And it constantly keeps you like, what was that? Like what I just did there. Some of you are like, 
What just happened? What, what, what was that? What? Yesu What? Because in the Holy Spirit, that's another thing. It's a whole other thing going on in your spirit. God wants to lift you up and say, look, we're all normal. There's no man better than another man, no woman better than another woman. You're all amazing. You can all be great. You just have to be hungry for it and just have to desire it and say, God, I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to do anything any way you want me to do it, Lord. Just help me. Praise God. Just release the Holy Ghost on me because I'm tired of being normal. Praise God. I want to be supernatural. Peter was a fisherman, a little bit of a, of a pushy kind of person. You've met him. And then he's, he betrays Jesus. That's a hard thing to recover from. But notice how Jesus treats him. While, before he betrays him, Jesus says, Peter, you're going to betray me. He doesn't park there. He doesn't build a big resentment case. He doesn't say, how dare you? How could you? After all I've done for you, the way I've loved you, I've given you favor. I took you with me to all the favorite spots. I gave you your little top, top billing in every way, and now you're just going to deny me. He didn't do all that. He didn't go there. He just said, you're going you're gonna to deny me, but after you repent, feed my sheep. He said, you don't have hope in yourself. You won't have hope in yourself. But listen to my words. When you repent, feed my sheep. You're going to get over that mess. Get over it. Now come on and do what I called you to do. And don't dwell on your past. Come and be who I called you to be. Stop dwelling in your past. It's got to die someday in order for you to go forward. And if you don't let it die, then you'll be stuck in it till the day you die. Praise God. Look at somebody right now and say, man, your hair again is blowing my mind. It just looks spectacular. That purple and yellow mixed together with the green and lavender is amazing. David is a, a shepherd boy. But his destination is before him. He slays a lion and a bear, cuts off the head of Goliath and becomes the head ruler and king because of the kind of man that he is. That's pretty powerful. Instead of getting even with King Saul, he said, how can I touch God's anointed? And so God promoted him because he was willing to go through the process, and he ended up in the destination that God had for him. I wonder what your destination is, the one that God attached to your life. And you have to be hungry for it. Because remember, hunger is the source of all your encounters with God. If you are not hungry, you will leave without having encountered God. You need to be hungry tonight. Because when I lay hands on you, it can be absolutely nothing. It, nothing will happen if you just walk through the line and say, okay, whatever. Praise God. Nothing's going to happen. But when faith touches faith, a miracle is born. When you come up here in a little bit and I lay hands on you, you better be believing God for the gifts of God to come on you 
Whatever gifts God has assigned to your life and God has assigned gifts to you, a man's gift makes room for him and places him before great men. And that is what you've got to believe, that God has some gifts for each one of you, men and women. God is no respecter of persons. Men and women, he has gifts for you, anointings for you that are very powerful and very supernatural. And when I lay hands on you, I'm going to believe that those gifts are going to be released in your life or imparted to your life. And you've got to decide if you're happy with the life you've got. Because if you are, then here's the bottom line. You're unworthy of the calling of God. Many are called, but few are chosen. You've got to be hungry. Praise God. And when you come by, man, you ought to be praying in the Holy Ghost. Lord, give me the gift of miracles. Give me the gift of prophecy. Give me the gift of this. Give me the gift of, you know, entrepreneurship. Whatever it is, whatever you believe. Because when you're doing your plumbing work, you're going to need a word of knowledge about the people you're working for. Whatever it is you do, it turns into a ministry. And then you have a testimony. And then the people are in church with you. And then their whole world changes. Praise God. Give somebody a high five right now and say, man, my life's about to change in a few minutes. See how all these things happen? David just is taking care of sheep. But he's being faithful to what God put in his hand. That's what you have to do. You have to be faithful. God gave you a church. Love your church. Honor your pastor. Obey the sermons. Do what the Word of God tells you. Get involved in the church. Don't be long distance. Don't be, a, don't be a spectator. Be a participator. Because all the anointings of God flow through the body of Christ, the church, the bride of God. They all flow right through here. And that's why you should protect your church and protect your pastor and his family and take care of them. Praise the Lord. Because he who harms the church destroys his own future. And if you've destroyed any church or hurt any church, you need to repent before I lay hands on you tonight. He said, God, please forgive me. I slaughtered that preacher. It doesn't matter if they deserve it. This is not like eye for an eye. They deserve to be cussed out. It's, it doesn't matter what a person deserves. It's what we're allowed to do. As a man of God or a woman of God, you're just not allowed to do certain things, even though the people deserve it. That's why you go through the process to make you somebody that doesn't just, you know, keep your old man on life support in a hidden room. And when you, you're ready to, you know, to get even with somebody, you say, well, I'm a Christian. I can't do it, but my old man can do it. And you take him off life support and say, go get him. I'll blame you for it. And that's what a lot of people, oh, my flesh took over. I just got in the flesh. You know No. Responsibility. Gifts come with responsibility. And remember this. If your character does not outweigh your gift, your gift will drown your character and lead you into corruption. Then you will use the gifts to manipulate people and get things from people. Praise the Lord. But if your character is greater than your gift, 
Your character manages your gift and does not allow your gift to put you in a celebrity position or manipulate people into worshiping you or giving you unnecessary things that are not from God. Praise the Lord. You are never God. You will never be God. And you should never be treated like God. Praise the Lord. Only God deserves that level of adoration. Not you and not me. I am a foot washer. That is all I ever want to be. And there are no, no feet that are too dirty for me to wash and to be grateful that I get to do it. I wash the feet of orphans. I wash the feet of prostitutes. I wash the feet of people that have lived and are living worthless, not because I'm great, but because I know that God is great and I appreciate the fact that I have a job. I appreciate the fact that I can preach anywhere in any country of the world and that I have and that I can go anywhere I want and so can my wife and so can all my children because God did all that. I didn't do any of that. I come from a little tiny town. I, there's nothing supposed to happen to me but the Holy Ghost gets on you and once He does and you start agreeing with Him and you start submitting to Him, He starts opening doors that you could never open. He places you in places you could never place yourself and He starts doing things for you that you could not do for yourself and all of a sudden Man, you were out there just as drunk as you could be. And now you're laying hands on people. Bam! And they're getting delivered. That is to the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Look at somebody and say, I love this. Rahab was a prostitute. But because she agreed with the plan of God for her life and saved the spies, she was in the lineage of Jesus. A prostitute is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Turn to somebody right now and say, Woo! You say, There's hope for you. <laughs> oh, wait a second. What, what? My gosh, my gosh. Don't be too proud. Be humble. <laughs> There's hope for you. <laughs> Moses was a very worldly person, but he ends up delivering the children of Israel. That's a pretty powerful. And then in Luke 7, there's a woman with the alabaster box. If you read it, she was a prostitute, and she just sold her body for money to anybody who would pay. And if you read the whole story, one of the greatest stories in the Bible, what Jesus said about her to me, he never said about anybody else, and it's one of the greatest things Jesus ever said about a person. He said, what this woman has done shall never cease to be spoken of. As long as there is time, the woman with the alabaster box story will be told to the end of time. Praise God. Because she brought the wages of her sin. She brought the perfume, one year's worth of salary. She brought that broke it at the feet of Jesus and said, I take what I used to do and throw it all at your feet. And Jesus said, all your sins are forgiven. And behold, and now your story shall be told for the rest of time. Give yourself a chance. You don't have to be who you've been.
Every curse can be broken. Believe God when I lay hands on you. Believe God. Believe God when I lay hands on you. Say, praise God, I'm believing God for what? You get delivered? I don't have a, I can't prophesy to everybody tonight, but just believe God. Say, God, when, when I get hands laid on me, I'm believing that faith touches faith. A miracle is born. Praise the Lord. What do you need to get delivered of tonight? What anointings do you need? What gifts need to be loosed in your life? What is it that God's going to do in your life? Praise God. Whatever it is, just believe God that it's going to take place. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. Now let me prepare you for it. Because I, I'm done with the preaching. I'm going to lay hands on you now. I'm going to start with that whole section. Then this one, then this one, then this one. Lay hands on every single one of you. I'm going to get oil on my hands. And I'm going to believe God. Praise the Lord. I'm going to stop some of you and minister to you. Others I'm not going to stop. You don't stop unless I stop you. Praise God. It doesn't mean anything's right or wrong with you or anything like that. It just means that I'm just doing what God tells me. Praise the Lord as best as I know how to do it. But let's just believe God tonight. Let's believe God that your finances will change. All with laying on of hands. Praise God. And I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to shove you. I don't need any of you to fall and make me look powerful or anything. I don't need any of that stuff. I just need you to be you, whatever that means. Praise the Lord. If you get knocked over by the power of God, it ain't going to be because I pushed you. And I don't need you to do it. Praise the Lord. If it happens, that's, I've only been slain in the Spirit one time in 43 years at Catherine Kuhlman meeting, and she didn't even touch me. She just waved her hand, and I was outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got to tell you that story. I'd only been saved a couple of months. I'd never been to a church like this with crazy people like you guys. <laughs> I'd never been to nothing like this. I went in there. Well, I didn't even go in there. We couldn't get in. It was packed. There's no room. So we just walked around the building, big old building. They had probably 12,000 people. And, and went around the, the back. And the police had taken all the protesters and put them in the back section. They had signs that had, you know, real vulgar words that you call a woman when you're mad at her if you're, you know, sick. And, and, it was, and so I was with this guy, and, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't stopped cussing yet because I hadn't been to church or anything. I, so I said, what the blankety-blank is? Are these sons of a blankety-blank motherless goat and all that? And... And we were like, that. why they got that stuff? And what are we doing? Let's get out of here, you know. And uh, all, a white limousine drives up. And, and these big dudes get out. And then a woman gets out all dressed in white with kind of red hair, giant lips, huge lips, big eyes, real skinny. And, and we're, we're over here on the concrete. All, them, all the guys, all the protesters are all over there. The limousine comes up. We're here. The streets there, we're back, we back up over here. I said, hey, let's back up. What's, go what's going on? And, and she got, gets out, and they all rush towards her, and they start screaming. And then she just looks at them, and, and she just gets a big smile, and she goes, Jesus, just like that. I mean, just like that. I get the goosebumps every time. And, and, the, and the next thing I know is I open my eyes, and I was laying on the road on the concrete. I don't remember going down, falling down, hitting anything, nothing. 
I just opened my eyes. I said, what the blankety blank just happened? <laughs> but I, I mean, I said a lot of words in between there. I said, what the? And my friend was, said the same thing. He said, blankety blank, let's get up and follow the skinny woman, you know? I said, she, I said, she's got a powerful finger. Let's go follow. Because all the, all the protesters are all laying down, writhing. They're like writhing, like having seizures and stuff. And it freaked me out. I said, man, they're having seizures. Let's get out. It's, it's epilepsy. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and I, we got in that door right behind them. And it was the, the, uh, the section with all the people that were sick and crippled and blind and all that. We get in there, and I can't walk. I'm falling every few steps. I literally, I cannot stand up. I told him, I said, what the blankety blank? My legs, what's wrong with my legs? I feel like I'm drunk or something. And he looked at me, he said, man, this feels better than cocaine right now. Oh, my God. And, and so we get in there, and we're falling down and falling down, and get in the, and, 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 and we find a seat. There's steps, and I'm in a corner like that, and I'm hanging on just like, wow, man, something's going on. And he said, well, how does it feel? I said, oh, it feels really good. I, I like this feeling. And people are everywhere. The lady comes out on stage. There's like two or 300 people in the choir singing songs I have never heard because I hadn't heard anything. I mean, I was raised Catholic. I hadn't heard any songs of any kind. And then they start singing. I start crying, <laughs> ugly crying, you know. Ugly cry. I mean, just, uh, 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 I mean, like everything from the inside was coming out. Everything. Uh, uh, I said, "This is what I felt at the tree." Uh, uh, why am I crying? What the blankety blank you don't know? And the lady, she comes out. She points and says, "Up there, a blind person is getting healed over here. Somebody's coming out of a wheelchair. Get him! Get him! Get him!" And then she points over here. She's a little nine-year-old blind girl right there. Your eyes are opening up. And I'm there. And I'm thinking it's some kind of program or something like, like it's been prepared, you know. And I look over there, and there's a lady like this, a little girl standing in front of me. And I could see the, the girl like this going like this. Just like that. And then she looks around. She's, Mama, 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 I can see you. And the lady goes, ah, whoosh, whoosh, falls over the chair. Just, Legs are everywhere. I mean, just legs, everything. And the little girl just dives at her, you know, just, ah, mom, I can see him. My God, don't die, mom. You know, ushers are running over there, freaking out. I'm, I'm thinking program, this is the program, but the legs and everything, what is going on? It just didn't fit, you know, the, and <laughs> then, then, then an usher, an usher comes by and he, he starts talking to some lady with a big brace on her leg. And um, he sits her on the step right next to me like I'm on the edge. Step right there. And he says to her, I can hear everything, but I'm trying not to look. And she says, well, says ma'am, can I pray for your leg? And uh, she says, yes, can I take the brace off? And it was about a three-inch brace. It was a really big boot. And he took it off. And, and that foot right there just took, took the whole thing off. And then he says, can I pray for him? Got our legs up like this, and one leg is shorter than the other, literally like this. And I'm just going like that. And I, okay, you don't have to believe me. I saw the leg go past the other leg and even, and I just went. <laughs> I just fainted right on the spot. No slain, no nothing, just fainted. 
Like the blood just ran out. I mean, the leg went past the other leg and back in. It was like sci-fi. It was like sci-fi. I was like, uh, I mean, I was like, I mean, I just, my, my Christianity just changed right there. <laughs> it was over for me. And the miracle I got from that is one miracle. I could never cuss again. I just couldn't say the words. I try. <laughs> they just wouldn't come out. It's like God cleansed my mouth and put a fire in there and just burned it out. He said, if you're speaking for me, you cannot speak like that. Because my sacred words are going to be in your mouth. And you cannot mix the vile with the sacred. Praise the Lord. What are you going to believe God for now? Tonight, what are you going to believe God for? Where are you going? What's your destination? Who should you be? What is God going to do with your life? Who are you going to become? What gift could come upon you? Could you possibly be an apostle? Could you possibly be something fantastic and great? Could you be a pastor, an evangelist, a teacher? Could you be a great businessman that's going to have businesses and that you can pay off churches and orphanages, take care of hundreds, maybe thousands of widows? Are you going to have the gift of word of knowledge where you can see diseases in people and watch them leave their bodies? What could God do with your life tonight when hands are laid on you? Anything can happen. Be it unto you according to your faith. Anything can happen. What blessing? What is it that God attached to you? Don't consider your sins in your past. You, a pure person that God has rescued, what is that going to be? Praise the Lord. What is going to happen? Because that's what we're about to do. We're about to just release that wonder-working power into your life. Praise the Lord. And what I'm going to do is have the worship team come up for this. Drummers, everybody. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And, and so what we're going to do, because it's easier to control this way, whoever's going to lead, who, are you going to lead? Or whoever's going to lead, you just need to keep your eye on me because if I stop somebody, you don't want to shut the music down, but you just kind of want to tune it down, and then we'll start up again, you know, kind of back and forth. Praise the Lord. So we're going to start with that section. Remember, the laying on of hands has no effect if you have no faith. Because that's what it's all about. Praise God. Anything can happen. Your debts could get paid. You could get a promotion. Your family could get saved. There's no telling. We've had already almost 40 divine pregnancies take place. Women could not get pregnant, some for 10 and 15 years, and all of a sudden they just, boom, they got pregnant. I got two calls this last week, two more ladies that we prayed for. It's a gift to do that. We've seen God do it for hundreds of, of ladies now. God can do anything. We've seen every miracle. Many cancers this year, many cancers, many people got instantly healed of cancer. Deaf ears in the thousands already this year 
blind eyes. We had a little child, totally blind. Boom, both eyes popped open. Mother freaked out completely. Almost had a nervous breakdown of joy. You could not get her to stop screaming. Prayed for a lady her entire spine was crooked. She could not bend over. And God, I felt her spine actually move under my hand. And I didn't say it. I didn't, I didn't give her any suggestion. I said, I'm not going to say anything. Is anything happening? Because I could feel her spine moving. And she said, I feel my spine moving. I said, okay, that's what I feel too. What could you not do? She said, I can't bend over. I had a car wreck 30 years ago, and I cannot go past like just there. I said, okay. So see what you can do. And she goes, all the way. God instantly restored her spinal cord. Instantly, right on the spot. God can do anything. Where are you tonight in your faith? Where are you in your faith? What do you need God to do? Needs that needs are happening. And you say, well, it doesn't have to be something dramatic. I lay hands on you, you believe God, and bam, it takes place, and the whole world changes for you. Praise the Lord. So anybody in that section that wants me to lay hands on you, I want you to stand up. Just get up, and then you're going to walk right. Here's what you're going to do in a minute. You're going to walk right by here, and then back to your seat. You're going to have oil, and what I want you to do is intercede for the other people. Just get down and pray. Just pray for them after you get that oil put on you. Praise God. I may give you a long word, a short word, no word. Just depends. Whatever the Holy Ghost does. Praise God. I need a paper, a paper sack thing. <laughs> oh, baby. That's what we need right there. <laughs> Religion always chokes on freedom. Religion always chokes on freedom. Religious people can't handle a joke like that. Give me a paper sack, praise God. They can't take it. It drives them crazy. Yeah. Yeah, religious people can't handle stuff like that. And if God opened the brain of a religious person, it would be so vile because it would be filled with so much judgment against everybody, criticism, fault-finding, so vile. You need to get down there with those sinners in this town and have to go to three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten services or whatever. Praise God, whatever. Just let the sky be the limit. Praise the Lord. So I have oil in my hands. I'm just going to anoint people as they walk by. And that's what we're going to do. Praise the Lord. Come on. First row. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. All right. Bless your back as well, brother. Praise God. Bless your feet, man. Thank you, Lord. Bless this baby. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. One second, man. One second. And you got to keep your eye on it. All right, so here's what I want to talk to you about real quick. Oh, that's a perfect song, too. Perfect song. But, um, yeah, your baby. Great. Tell me about your husband. He works where? Oh, praise the Lord. So, 
So I'm just going to bless your hair. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Um, here's what I feel like telling you. You are not going to be disappointed. You're not going to be disappointed. God is going to put his hand on your family. And your family is going to be okay. Whatever you need God to do, he knows already. He's hearing your prayers. And he's going to make it happen. Praise the Lord. I bless this baby in the name of Jesus. That the, that the doors just open for you. In Jesus' name. So I just anoint you. Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. God can unscramble eggs so he can do anything you need him to do for you. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Come on, man. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Remember, faith touches faith. A miracle is born. Faith touches faith, a miracle is born. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We got a lot of people with faith right now. Thank you, Jesus. What can I say? Thank you, Lord. Bless that boy. What can I do? Thank you, Lord. One second, bro. But so, yeah. so what's your name? Justin. Yeah, great. Yeah. Have I ever told you anything? Have I ever told you anything? Great. So, and so you and I haven't ever had a conversation about it? Great. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. So let me just lay hands on you. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Make this man a mighty preacher of the gospel, Lord. A mighty man of the gospel. Touch everything that he puts his hands on. Let it prosper. In Jesus' name. Give him great influence to deliver many people, God, out of darkness into your light. In the name of Jesus. You're going to be a great man of God and win a lot of souls. You're gonna have a lot of grace on you and people just won't be able to say no to you. You're just gonna know how to talk to people. You're gonna just know how. There's no person that you'll stand in front of that you will feel uncomfortable. God will let you read their souls. So I release in you the gift of discerning of spirits and word of knowledge for the rest of your life. God bless you, brother. That was a good word. Praise Lord. How are you all doing? Is your baby? And how long have you guys been married? Great. Praise the Lord. First baby? You want to have more babies? So I already did the baby thing on you. And this is your first baby. So you're three, you're expecting three. Praise the Lord. I just feel it again. So you all are just going to be really a, you are a home. Your family is going to be a home for children. A place of safety and nurturing 
a place of divine development. And you're never going to lack finances. You'll never get tired. It will feed you, not drain you. And you're just going to watch God take your children and literally turn them into geniuses of miraculous children. They're going to adore you. They're going to love you. They're going to just think you're the greatest parents that have ever lived. They're just going to give you money and take care of you and never give you a day of trouble. Praise the Lord. I bless you guys with tremendous unity in the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. And as a gift, God will give you both sides of your families totally saved and in unity with you on both sides. You'll watch it every year take place until you can stand together at Christmas or whatever and just watch God just you'll be in awe of God. That's going to be your your gift is just being at awe at what God does for you. Praise the Lord. God is good. Number one. We got two more to go. <laughs> good job, brother. Praise God. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I release those gifts. I release those gifts. I release those gifts. I release those gifts, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I release those gifts, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I release those gifts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be at peace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost on all, each one of those. No depression. Thank you, Lord. Bless these children, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless that back. Give her everything, Lord. Be delivered right now. Thank you, Jesus. Let's have everybody here. Go around like that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. and prosper in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Every gift, God, whatever they're believing you for, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Bless your bodies. Bless your bodies. Praise God. Bless your kidneys. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your mind in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. 
Bless that body, Lord. Fill them up. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Abandoned. Thank you, Lord. Stand right there, man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now just put your hand like that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Reach your hand out right here. Praise God. Let's get the demonic stuff off right there. There it goes. There it goes. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get it out of there. Let's get it all gone. Thank you, Lord. Let's get it going. Woo! Come on. Come on. Let all that weight, all those demonic forces, come on. Loose her and let her go. Let her go forever in the name of Jesus. Let her go. Jesus' name. Everything, God, that has ever been enslaved by. Every chemical in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Every person, every situation, all the demons attached. I command you to lose her and let her go right now for the rest of her life. Totally delivered by the power of God. This is your night, my daughter. This is your day, the new day. This is the day of life. This is when you walk out of the shadows. This is when you walk into the power of the light. This is when you stand on my glory and when you see my face and it delivers you for the rest of your life. I break the curses that have been placed upon you. The curses of many people and covenants of demonic origin, demonic covenants are broken. Satanic prophecies are broken over you. Satanic words are broken over you. The spirit of torture and torment is broken off you. The demons will not visit you anymore. They will not come near you anymore because the light of my son shall be upon you and the glory of God shall be on you and the demons will stay far away from you. Thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost on this woman. Woo! Thank you, God. Come on, say, deliver. Come on, girl. Go walk with God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise God. Come on. Come on, brother. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, brother. Get delivered. Hold on. Stretch your hands out. Come on. Let's get the devil right off. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Let's break it off. This is your appointment with God today. You came here to meet God. You came here to have your life changed. You came here to be delivered from the darkness that has tried to creep into your life. Satan wants to take you to very dark places. He wants to steal your soul. He wants to send you to hell. But you're not going to go to hell. You're going to go to heaven. You're going to serve God and love God. God forgives you for everything, and you have to forgive yourself and say, God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to stand and be your man till the day I die. He washes you today. He cleanses you today. He purifies you today. As you forgive yourself, you'll see the light break, and you'll walk into that light, and you'll never be consumed by that old darkness again. Those diabolical voices that are in your head, I now shut them down. And the demons that attach themselves to you in your dreams, 
I cleanse your dreams now from all the perversions in the name of Jesus. And holiness will take you over. And you'll walk in the fear of the Lord and run away from evil. And you will be a servant of God and walk in the clothes of righteousness and in the purity of love and holiness. And God will heal your family and restore you back to your family and let that miracle happen in the name of Jesus of Nazareth by the power of God. Come on, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Come on, that's going to happen. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, brother. Come on, take it in. Take it in. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, you got the Holy Ghost on you. You got the Holy Ghost on you. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Woo, sing that again. One, one second. Sing that again. I stand. I'll stand with arms I say, what can I do but offer this heart, oh God? That's your song now. What can I do? This is your song. This is for you right now. But offer this heart, oh How God is looking for you. What could I say? How God is searching for you. Like a little girl that has walked away. What could I lost in the, in the forest. The Lord is looking for you and he's chasing you. And he's looking for your heart. He's saying, I want to heal your heart. I want to repair the things that have hurt you and wounded you. The things that have made you cynical and I'd be able to trust people. I'll pour my spirit out upon you. You'll become great. You'll make finances and help orphans. You'll help widows. You'll take care of the poor. You'll spend your life in complete happiness. Sing it again. What can I say? What can I say? God brought you here today. What can I do? Thank you, Lord. But offer this heart, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let God love you. Let him love you so much. Thank you, Jesus. That's what I just feel like telling you. I just feel like telling you all the love that God has is for you. Everything that you could ever dream of, God has it prepared for you. And he's going he's gonna to touch your heart. 
and he's going to open it like a flower opens in the morning and the sun comes in and the rain comes in and you'll feel so nurtured within the next four years of your life you're going to have answers to all your questions one right after another they'll happen so quickly and then it'll be settled till the day you die and when you're an old woman you will have no questions God will answer all of them for you so that you can walk strongly with convictions and assurance praise the Lord and you're going to have a healing ministry to women a very powerful healing ministry God is telling you this now so that when it happens you'll never again have issues with anybody you'll just be so you'll just be so happy every morning when you wake up you'll just wake up thank you for my life God and he's going to give you such a beautiful family such a beautiful family you're going to be a very happy person praise the Lord thank you Lord thank you Jesus praise God thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you God let that anointing God let those gifts be released Father in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you God thank you Jesus praise the Lord did I minister to you yesterday you really are different you really got it you really got it you really do and I've never talked to you have I I've never said a word to you but man the Lord had so much to tell you and it was so great and is that your husband yeah and you got it too you got it like osmosis you know her blessings became your blessings and I have one more blessing to give you for both of you for all the misery you have ever experienced and grief God will give you a double portion of joy that's your word praise the Lord and I'll tell you enough pain enough pain come on everybody praise the Lord come here thank you Jesus praise God thank you Lord heal your back sir and your prostrate in the name of Jesus of Nazareth thank you praise God bless you lady Let's have this section right here, right around that way. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, man. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Now, I just anoint those, that side of your body from the strokes, from those strokes that have gone into this body. In the name of Jesus, that you'll start feeling the movement and the healing all going through your legs and through your arms. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be afraid. You're in the process. 
God will teach you so many things. Praise the Lord. You'll start feeling movement in your arms and your legs. Just believe God that you'll walk and be better than you were. And we just heal the source of all that from your right side. All of it. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. All right, brother. Come on, say it. I'm going to walk. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! I release those gifts. One second here, brother. Say, I release those gifts. Sing that out. What shall I do? <laughs> oh, I just love that song. I love that song. What could I? I love that song. Yeah, turn around this way. Stretch your hands out right here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Great. Stretch your hands out. Thank you, Lord. Shmelen vidurutnsvats, shmelen viklu krukutsetsvil, shmen vansens aklegizets vetset utsuratushtishvets, memrait uinekte ferb diliveriupriet ishviriusutru ilviriat, mialavin deleyots minikregdi, mendrosh kushvatsi vetsi milir, merredoshnaha. Ruth nicht bezilid, marda iujuns, vanzish vullige drak, mimbregdi gurist vidzena, jde josal subrichtu kufadze, mam rusht unzanenved, miklik dreidet, spenzivil. I'm not done with you, son. I'm not done with you, son. I'm not done with you, son. I gave you this woman to strengthen you for the future. Her faith is healing your body. Your body will be restored and healthy, back and legs and bone. All organs of your body, kidney, prostrate, everything. Your blood, in the name of my son, Jesus, the best sermons, the best anointings, the best breakthroughs are all coming. I'm not through with you, son. I'm not through with you, son. You haven't seen my face yet, but you're going to see it. You'll see it together in the middle of the night. Two and three in the morning, I will come to you and I will speak to you. I will hold you there in my arms for an hour or two. I will rewrite what is in your heart and mind. I will show you how the waves of my power work so that when you lay hands on the sick, they will get out of their wheelchairs, they will recover. Their diseases will go away. You will hear things you have never heard and you will see things you have never seen. I'll take care of you. I'll pay your bills. You won't have a worry in the world. It'll all be taken care of. 
I'm your father. I set aside a whole entire bank just for you so you could enjoy yourselves and travel the world and see the beautiful things I have made. And you will be strong again. I'm not done with you, son. I'm not done with you, son. Wow, what a word. Praise God. Look at somebody and say, wow, what a word. Praise God. Come on, everybody. Praise the Lord. Say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I bless all these babies. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, sir. I release those gifts in your life. Whatever it is you're believing God for right now, be delivered, ma'am. Praise God. Be blessed, ma'am, in your body. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless these Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless this beautiful couple, Lord. Give them that gift. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So have I ever spoken to you? I'm going to do it again. You're going to be an amazing man. You're going to be a great apostle. You're going to be an apostle of God. You'll have many churches. You'll oversee them all over the world. But you need to learn two more languages. Did I tell you that before? You need to learn two more languages. God will show you which ones and when. Instruments. You need to learn music. You'll prophesy to people. Play the guitar and the piano. You'll prophesy to people. They'll get delivered and healed. You're going to have a high education. Learn everything. I'm telling you, man, you're going to bless your family. You're going to bless everybody. Stay clean all your life. How old are you now? You're going to have such a beautiful wife that you're going to thank God for her every day. Even when you're old, you're going to look at her and say, you are the best-looking woman on planet Earth. Your children are all going to be beautiful. They'll all follow you in ministry and serve God with you all the days of your life. Possibly six children. That's just a number I heard. It's not that I am just saying that, but I did hear that. Who knows? Time will tell. You've got plenty of time to test it out. Get married. Start with one. Praise the Lord. All right, man, you're going to do great. Praise the Lord. Bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody say, bless God. You're going to be an amazing girl. Thank you, Jesus. Bless that baby. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All your body. Thank you, Jesus. All your body, man. Got all those aches and pains out of there. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get them all out of there in the name of Jesus. It's in your bones. Praise the Lord. Got to get all that out there. Those bones need to stop hurting. Come on. No pain in those bones anymore in the name of Jesus. 
I, I, I curse that curse. Draw it out of there right now in the name of Jesus. You'll be completely delivered. You'll have a great testimony in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, thank you, God. God is amazing. Come on, everybody. Praise God. Say, God is amazing. God is amazing. Everybody say, God is amazing. Praise God. Oh, man. I'm glad I came to church. Say, God is amazing. Woo! God is amazing. You're the most beautiful woman in Alaska. Thank you, Lord. You're just God's cheerleader. Praise the Lord. He just loves you. Praise God. He'll help you walk. He'll help you do everything. Glory to God. You're always going to keep your mind. It'll always be clear. You'll hear God's voice better in the next couple of months than you ever have. Praise the Lord. I bless you, ma'am, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Be in great health. Be strong. Walk strong. Be strong in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Everybody say, praise God. Say, most beautiful woman in Alaska. Come on. Say it. Most beautiful woman in Alaska. Have everybody over there, right down there. Praise God. Be healed in your legs and knees, ma'am. Get those knees healed right now. Thank you, Lord. Be blessed. God will give you your answers to your prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. It's your discovery year. You're going to discover everything about God. Thank you, Jesus. No poverty of any kind. You won't have to wander around. God's going to grow roots. Your roots are going to grow deep in God. He's going to take care of you. A lot of changes are happening. A lot of transitions. God will show you exactly what to do and how to do it. And it'll start clearing things up in your, in your family. Praise the Lord. A lot of wandering in your family for many, many generations. But Psalm 92, verse 10, 11, and 12. You shall blossom and flourish planted in the house of the Lord. Your years of flourishing are coming. And the years where you bring forth a lot of good fruit for your life. So everything that has come against you, I stand with you now. Break it off. That you may be blessed in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, sir. Praise God. Bless you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Bless all these beautiful children, Lord. Praise God. Bless you. Bless you, brother. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Come on. Woo! Sing it a little bit. I'll stand with arms tied and abandoned in awe of the one who gave it all. I'll stand my soul, Lord, to you surrender. Praise God. Is I'll be okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. Bless all these babies. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. Praise God. I release. 
I release those gifts into your life. I release them. Thank you, Lord. I release them. Praise God. Faith touches faith. A miracle is born. If you don't have faith for anything, praise the Lord. And if you do, then it, it comes to pass. Praise God. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Man, God is blessing a lot of people. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hold on, bro. A Navy SEAL goes in highly trained and highly skilled, and they destroy. The enemy doesn't even suspect it, but their training has been so high that they're so far above every natural soldier from anywhere. God is training you so that you're not normal and natural, that you're highly mentored by God and trained by God. You can go in the enemy's camp and blow it up and destroy it and just get everybody out of there and rescue. You are a rescue Navy SEAL. You're a man that's going to rescue people from the clutches of Satan in the deepest, darkest dungeons and prison. You're going to go in there, and God's going to train you how to do it in the next 12 years. He'll teach you and train you, and you'll go in there, and they'll never know you're coming. Bam, they're coming out, also in other countries. God bless you, bro. Peace on earth. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Bless your business. Bless your work. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Praise God. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I release those gifts in you in the name of the Lord. Blessings of God. Thank you, Lord. Bless all these children. Wait one second, will you? So always remember this, that you are a very special girl. You have a lot of special talents and gifts. God put them in there when you were born. You're going to be very amazing. Very, you're very special. All your brothers and sisters, they're all special. This whole family, you're all very special. The whole entire family. You're like a very special family, everybody. I mean, really, you all are just really special. Because the grace of God, the grace of God is on the whole family. Because he's just opening right now your understanding. And as the years go by, you'll just begin to discover all the talents, all the gifts, and all the blessings that you have. But you'll be the first one, and then it'll trickle down. Praise the Lord. You're always going to be able to do anything God tells you, anywhere God tells you. You will never be poor. And you're going to bless a lot of children. You're going to help children all over the world. And you're going to love children like very few people love children. You're going to feel their pain. You'll go to bed crying over them. But God will always give you solutions and answers because that's who you were born to be. You have a mother's heart and you're just a young girl. But that heart is not an accident. It's a gift. God gave you that gift before you were even born. You can't help yourself. You're just going to rescue children and help children. And so will your brothers and sisters and your whole family. Praise the Lord. Peace on earth. God bless you. Praise God. Bless you, brother. Thank you. Bless you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, everybody. Let's praise God. Say praise the Lord. 
What an amazing God we serve. Praise God. Everybody say bless. Bless all this worship team. Bless all these singers in the name of Jesus, Lord. Bless them. Praise God. Remember that faith touches faith. A miracle is born. Praise God. It's up to you what you get. It's always up to you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for blessing these beautiful children. Thank you, Lord, for blessing pastor. Praise God. Woo! Come on, everybody. Lift your hands. Say, thank you, God. Thank God. Ming! Gave her a new name, Ming. Yeah, Ming. I know it's not Ming, but it's, what is it? Yeah, but I like Ming because of Mulan, you know. But anyway, that's just me. Anyway, you have the spirit of grace. The spirit of grace is a healing gift. Grace means that your personality heals people. The ability to love people is a gift. That's one of your gifts. You have other gifts, but that's a big gift. Just never stop doing it. Because every time you love a person, God's going to chase one of your family members down. He'll get them all blessed, everyone. I'm telling you, your whole family is going to love Jesus. They're going to serve God. But it's, it's like this. God told me one day, because I've been away from my family a lot in my life. But he said, if you rescue other people's children, I will always rescue your children. And that's why I have six children that all are preachers and love God, because he's always taking care of them. Praise the Lord. He's going to take care of your family. All right, Ming. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Bless you, brother. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Everybody lift your hands and say, I'm glad I came to church. Woo! What a day. What a week. What two days. Praise the Lord. One last thing very quick. And uh, then Pastor will get up here. I've got our orphan cards, which I always try to do. If you want to help me open a new children's home, I need about... Uh, 22 people I think it is I, I, normally it takes me 100 people <coughs> that give a dollar a day or $30 a month and uh, the house I'm doing now I've, I've got 22 so far I need 22 more in order to open it praise the Lord it's a really cool thing so we've got the cards right here and uh, if you would lift your hands they're numbered uh, if you'll lift your hands I'll have one of the ushers just come and put them in your hands would you do that so when you get to 22, then that's it. Praise the Lord. Okay? And then while he's doing that, I'm going to hand it over to the pastor. Thank you, guys. We are wanting to build that well. So if you're going to help me with that, this is the last night. So try and do that. We need $7,000 for that well. And we appreciate whatever you do. And thank you so much. I had a great time. I love coming here. I told the pastor, I like to go where God is moving. Because I go to enough places where I have to resurrect everything from the dead. And so I, I, I sensed the Holy Ghost here the last time. And I said, you know, I need to put my plow in there and help this. Because I really believe in Pastor Daniel and, of course, Dr. Morocco and the whole team and all the churches and everything. I'm very connected to them for 20 years, you know, every year. And uh, so praise God. I'm just glad I get to come to Alaska. It's so great. I'm about to send you my daughter. And she is the most amazing, powerful thing. If Pastor will have her, she's just going to be like, you're going to say, oh, my gosh, 
That's even better than Brother Ivan. Wow, fantastic. Praise the Lord. Jesus is good. Would you look at somebody and say, this is your last chance to pay off my house. Praise the Lord. God bless you. And here is Pastor Daniel. All right. Praise God. Come on, put your hands together for Brother Ivan. Okay, let's do this. Ushers, help us out. Thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and receive the love offering for Ivan Tate, What Matters Ministries. Make it out to KC. They get the entirety of this offering. It all goes. Believe God to see that well open. We've not been to Guatemala yet, but uh, we have a standing invitation, as I understand it, to go down there. And uh, we do have some close friends that went down. Uh, the Haggerty's. You guys know the Haggerty's. They went down there and saw the orphanage, and uh, it is truly amazing that they'll go and find, like a mother, I think he showed a mother and three kids or four children out in the jungle. They didn't even speak any of the language of the area, just kind of like some kind of, you know, strange dialect that nobody's ever heard before. And to see how fractured they are. They, they come in and to see them one month later, it's like dark and light. To see one month later, all of a sudden, the, the broken children from, you know, three, four years old all the way up to maybe ten. And a broken mother. And to see them having received Jesus. And you can see them beaming with, with light and joy. And they take they take kids like that and families like that and they put them in homes and they, they, they educate them and they put them all the way through university. And as he said, they've got lawyers, doctors, surgeons. They, they're raising them up and they're releasing them in purpose. It's just amazing doing that in Africa also. It's the most unusual ministry. Just so appreciate. Come on, put your hands together one more time for Ivan. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and bless him. Ushers, would you come again? If you want to utilize the text to give, you can do that. Thank you, Jesus. She used a drop-down box that has a guest on there. Let's pray. Father, thank you for what you've done over these past two days. It's your word that goes forth and does not return void. Your word is like a hammer that breaks a rock to pieces like fire and burns up everything in its path. God, thank you for the purpose, Lord, that you have given each and every one of us and the process, God, we will embrace. Come on, say that. I will embrace the process. Say it again. I will embrace the process and therefore not reject my purpose. And You'll release gifts and destiny and destination, God, even as you spoke to me about Thank you for miracles of healing. Thank you for miracles of deliverance and breakthrough. Oh, God, now bless this gift as we give it, multiply it many times over to the ministry as well as to us as we give. In Jesus' name, amen. Ushers, go ahead. Pastor Alex. So what could I say? Oh 
you be reconciled won't you recommit your life to the Lord or maybe you're just not sure that you're gonna when you die you'll go to heaven all across this place if that's you want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time you want to recommit or you just want to be sure pray this prayer with me right out loud say dear Jesus thank you for dying in my place thank you for rising again from the grave for me forgive me of all of my sin into my heart come into my life thank you for loving me thank you for hearing my prayer use my life for the purpose for which I was created in Jesus name amen let me pray for you lift your hands won't you Holy Spirit I pray touch fill strengthen bless each and every one Cause your face to shine upon us, O oh God. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us, Lord. Keep us and give us peace. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, the outpouring will continue Wednesday night, Holy Ghost night. Don't miss it. I'll be preaching. Looking forward to seeing you. God bless you. Praise the Lord.